Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle. Hope this episode finds you doing well, wherever you are and however you might be listening to us on whatever platform that you're listening to us on. Thank you so much for listening, folks. This is episode 135 and, coincidentally, our last podcast episode of 2019. Today, obviously is not the end of the month, it's more about mid-month of December, but we are, as I've said in the previous few episodes, taking off the last two weeks of December. So we'll be taking off next week, and then we'll also be taking off Christmas week, of course. So we will not be bringing you podcasts for those two weeks. We will be back the week after, which is the first week of January and New Year's week. And folks, thanks so much for, for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening, and more so than anything, thank you to every single person that listened and supported the podcast, whether you left a review or whether you just listened every week or whether you even listened to a couple of episodes, regardless of what your contribution was to helping us reach as many people as we did and make a difference in so many people's lives with our content and our information. I thank you for your support and just being a great listener. We have the best audience, in my opinion, out there, and we've stretched nationwide, primarily, um, and it's very, very exciting. And I'm, I'm, I never foresaw that taking place at the beginning of the year. Now, granted, at the beginning of the year, we were just doing one podcast a week. We've now um, grown that into three podcasts a week and made it a priority, which at the time I never thought would be possible with our busy schedule. If you don't know who I am, and this is your first time listening. My name is Christian Brindle. I own a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services that's an independent insurance agency just outside of Salt Lake City, Utah. We work with people on Medicare plans specifically. That's our specialty. That's our niche. um, And we're very, very good at it. I've published two books on the topic of Medicare. And we just take what we do very, very seriously, folks. And we partner with some of the largest insurance companies in the insurance industry to help people find their best um, available fit based on their needs and preferences. And we we, we have great customer service for our clients, a lot of support year-round for our clientele. And um, it's just amazing to me, and I'm very, very um, touched by all the people that supported the podcast this year and everybody that listens, and I'm just very, very excited and um, enthusiastic about what we can do in 2020. But enough about that, folks. You came here to hear an episode for our last episode of 2019. So this is an interesting episode that I have never heard another person talk about. Okay. And that is hospice care. I am a person that is incredibly interested in a lot of different things. I, in my opinion, I, I some people might laugh at me saying this, but I like to think of myself a little bit as... Um, what's the term I'm looking for? As a thinker, you know, a deep thinker. Um, I'm interested in a lot of different things. 
for those, and if you, some of you may already know a little bit about what I'm going to say because we did an episode that was all about me, which made me very uncomfortable, but this podcast basically um, is about honesty. And so, you know, for me personally, I'm interested in a lot of different things. Um, I'm a deep thinker. I am very, very fascinated by different ways of thought. I I love reading and reading books about different you know, religions and things like that. I just find them fascinating. Um, why people believe a certain thing in a certain way and things like that. I enjoy sports. Love basketball. NBA NBA basketball is my favorite sport, particularly. I'm a junkie on that. Um, like football. Um, I'm interested in a lot of different things. I like to read books. Um, I'm interested in cities, particularly large cities. Um, New York City is one of my favorite places to visit, and um, I'm interested in myself learning and growing as much as I can as a person, <clears throat> as far as what I know, what I learn, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And which is totally different from what I was 10 years ago. You know, 10 years ago, I couldn't give a jack about any of that stuff, and it's amazing how you grow and how you change and how you evolve as you, as you, as you go through that, the journey through life. But one thing that I would put right up there with all of those other things that I might be interested in. And I'm also interested in music and that kind of stuff, but I'm interested in a lot of different things and my interest very, very widely. Um, but I would say one thing that I'm interested just as much as any of those other things, folks, is the insurance industry. Now that I'm involved, it's fascinating to me. I love to read articles. I love to know what's going on. I love to hear different perspectives and opinions. And Medicare specifically, the whole nine yards is very interesting to me. And I think that's why we're able to kind of put this podcast out in the method that we do and the format that we do to where we go into such deep detail on information that you're never going to hear anywhere from anybody else because not that many people are interested in Medicare. Most of the people that put out content are not that interested in Medicare and the truth about Medicare and diving into things that you may need to know about. And... That's just the way it is. Not to say that nobody is. There are some people out there that are just really, really fascinated by it, and they're just they're junkies like me, but not too many of them. They look at it as a job. Clock in, clock out, they're done. When they leave their desk or they leave their office, they're completely disconnected. And that's probably what a healthy person would do. I, you could make the argument that I'm not a healthy person, you know, depending on who you talk to. And I may be a little bit of a workaholic. I'm working all the time folks. When I'm at home, I'm answering emails. Probably not spending as much time as I should with my family. I've, I've been doing better at that, though. So before you attack me for that. Um, but this is a topic that you're probably not going to hear anything about anywhere. I've never seen anybody put out a piece of content about this. Never. And that is hospice care. What is hospice care, folks? Hospice care is basically for people that are terminally ill or believed to be terminally ill and it's a service that can come out and take care of people that um, aren't going to make it, point blank. If you've had a family member that's kind of had a slow decline before they, they go, whether that be parents of yours, siblings, close friend, loved one, a lot of us has ha have had family members that were put into hospice care. And 
their job is to basically make the person as comfortable as possible and to make sure that they're in as little a pain as possible if they're expected to go. Usually they'll come out a couple weeks to a month before they're expected to go. Extenuating circumstances, there's all there's never two situations that are the same, but that's what hospice care is. It's not something that we want to think about or something that we want to talk about, but that there's something that's very interesting about that, and that is how is it covered? If you're on original Medicare and how is it covered on Medicare Advantage, I bet you 99 out of 100 agents don't know this information, especially about the Medicare Advantage information. I have to take a quick break before I tell you what that is, so don't go anywhere. After a quick word from this week's sponsor, Randy W. Hall, I'll be back, and I'll tell you exactly what you may be shocked by. Don't go anywhere. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk when you can deal with a nice guy? Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for sticking with me into our second episode after that word from Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based in Tennessee and Kentucky, if you didn't know. Folks, let's talk about hospice care. So one thing that most people probably do not realize is Medicare pays basically for hospice care. Medicare and a supplement do. Okay. So that's pretty straightforward. But Medicare Advantage plans do not. Let me explain. When someone's on a Medicare Advantage plan, if you open up your summary of benefits for your Medicare Advantage plan, and I don't give a damn which insurance company that it is, if you look at your summary of benefits for Medicare Advantage plan, it will say hospice care covered at no copay. It will. So by that logic and that train of thought, it's covered. It's in writing. It's in the book. What the, the book doesn't tell you, and the only way for you to, to, to figure this out is to actually go to a book called The Evidence of Coverage for your particular Medicare Advantage plan. The Evidence of Coverage is basically your Medicare Advantage plan's Bible. You can also find this information on Medicare.gov, which is basically law, those two things. 
But what most people don't realize is when someone's on a Medicare Advantage plan and they need hospice care, it is actually billed to Medicare, right? It's billed to Medicare and Medicare is required to pay for it. The Advantage company doesn't. Now, the rule, the golden rule with a Medicare Advantage plan is you'd never bill Medicare for anything. Nothing! Everything needs to be billed through the Advantage company. So let's say I'm on an Advantage plan with ABC Insurance Company, right? Or XYZ Insurance Company. I like XYZ better. XYZ Insurance Company, for the sake of example. And I have a Medicare Advantage plan. I never want to show my Medicare card for practically anything because what will happen is they'll bill Medicare... The Advantage Plan is receiving funding every month from the federal government, so that way they don't have to pay for anything. Because when you're on an Advantage Plan, folks, it replaces your Medicare. You're running your Medicare through a private insurance company, and they receive a tremendous amount of funding from the government. So the government would take one look at it, and they'd say, well, Christian's on XYZ Medicare. We're funding them to take care of him. We're not going to pay. That is true with everything on an Advantage Plan except for hospice care. And if you don't believe me, if you're a broker listening to this, go check out any Medicare Advantage plan evidence of coverage book. Any of them. It specifies that Medicare is required to pay. And it's the one exception to that rule. That's right. So when you're on Medicare Advantage and some, and you're... If, so, if you're on Medicare Advantage or someone you know is on Medicare Advantage and they're in need of hospice care, that is the one thing that they bill Medicare for and Medicare will cover. Because that's the way it works. The Advantage plan won't pay for it. Medicare will. Original Medicare will. A widely ignored secret in the insurance industry. Or maybe just not known. It might just be something that's not known. But now it is. It's it's spelled out on Medicare.gov. Medicare Advantage plans will are not required to pay for hospice care, but Original Medicare is. It's the one thing that the Original Medicare will pay for if they're billed if someone's on a Medicare Advantage plan. Hospital stay? Nope. Surgery? No. Doctor's bill? No. Advantage companies required to take care of that. Medicare would deny. But hospice care is a different situation. Hospice care is the one exception to this. And I know I'm going to get a bunch of pushback from brokers on this. I know that I will. I freaking know it. I can hear it now. Because they're going to say, well, uh, the summary of benefits says that it's covered at no copay. It's not lying. It's just not telling you how it's covered. Look at the evidence of coverage on any particular Medicare Advantage plan. The evidence of coverage is basically that Medicare Advantage plan's Bible. Whatever is in there is law. The insurance companies base how they're going to cover something or if they're going to cover something at all based on the evidence of coverage. Look for yourself. It's in every single Medicare Advantage evidence of coverage that I've ever seen. Just something that's interesting to know about. Most hospice providers know this. We've talked to them over the years. Most brokers don't, but most hospice providers do, and they know how to bill it correctly. But this is a loophole. This is a widely unknown thing. Don't go anywhere, folks. Um, I have some final words about this topic. 
After a quick word from our sponsor, I'll take a break, and I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me. What have I said time and time again on this podcast? And I'm not trying to attack people, and I'm not trying to be hateful, and I'm not trying to be a jerk or whatever the case might be. But facts are facts, folks. The, the, and the facts are, depending on your source, anywhere between 90 to 95% of insurance agents are out of the insurance industry in three years from the day they start. So most of the people that you talk to as insurance brokers are brand spanking new to the business. There's very few people like myself that eclipse that three-year mark. I've eclipsed it by quite a bit. I've been doing this for a long time now, especially for my age, particularly at age 27. For me to be doing it a long time must tell you what age I started at, which was young, 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 a baby. I couldn't even drink alcohol, I don't think. I wasn't legally allowed to drink alcohol when I started. So I was doing insurance policies before I could buy a beer. I was a baby. My experience stands for itself. But forget about my experience. If you don't believe what I have to say about this hospice care thing, go check out the evidence of coverage and check out Medicare.gov. The information is there. We've had plenty of clients need hospice care, unfortunately, over the years. and Never had a claim with a Medicare Advantage company actually pay. It always goes to Medicare, believe it or not. Evidence of coverage is very, very clear with any insurance company that you can possibly throw at me. Very interesting, though. Very interesting. That's why I said in segment one that I'm interested in this stuff. So little, tiny, little loopholes, unusual things like that, things, outliers that stand out against the way normally things will work are fascinating to me. And so you'll get that information here. You won't get it anywhere else. 99 times out of 100. Thank you so much for listening, folks. I hope you found this interesting. I hope you found it helpful for future reference. And um, thank you for listening. Again, I can't thank you enough. I wish you, your family, your loved ones, a very, very Merry Christmas Happy holiday season if you don't celebrate Christmas and just a terrific holiday season. I hope it's just a blessed one for every single one of you, um, wherever state you might be from. Um, I hope it's fantastic. I really, really do. If you get panicked that you don't see podcast episodes from us the next two weeks, like I said, we're taking two weeks off. Don't be panicked. We'll be back first week of January. Thank you for your support. Have a great holiday season. I'm out!